touch into walking meditation. And I think I did mention it before, but um, for edific- you know, just to clarify again, sometimes it's these things don't quite stick first go. May help to perhaps also you know clear up what I mean by whole body and, and one pointedness even. So with uh, walking meditation and coming into standing position, excuse me, and uh, so standing. Getting the feet there, getting the balance. Just finding a place where you can get a reasonable stretch, 20 paces maybe, depending on how your energies are going. You might want 30. Um, so clear space, because you want to really just contemplate experience of the body moving in this quiet, repetitive, rhythmic way. You know, so it's a bit like breathing in and out, same sort of thing. You've got a simple rhythm and a simple process that repeats. And uh, that sets up a particular template for awareness. So if we begin, you know, how, do, how does the body walk? So remember, we're not going anywhere, so the visual focus is not very important, except to keep it not keep it steady and not be looking at anything in particular. So it's often recommended a slightly downcast gaze without crooking your head over. So it's, you know, comfortable, you know, walking like that, but just let, let the go on to dip from main beam, soft focus, and just feel how does, how does the body get walking? So you're going to say, well, okay, so let's kind of shift to my left leg, feel the weight come down there. I lift my right leg. Uh, yeah, so as I come into walking, I realize it well, yeah, hip here turns the body, leg moves through the air, touches the ground, the weight is shifted onto that leg. And this left hip, left haunch area lifts the leg, leg turns, come forward, down, turns, come forward, down. So you notice there's going to be, the movement begins here. Yeah, that's going to lift the leg. And also that shifting of weight from one leg to the other. Movement begins here, lifts the leg. There's a sensation of this becomes heavy, you know, or this is where the weight is, the strength is down this leg. Left leg, right leg is empty, rolls through in a smooth arc comes down, foot on the ground, momentarily the weight is about balanced. And as that foot gains confidence in that split second or two, then the weight comes onto that. And then the other leg comes curling round. Yeah, so it's a slightly fluid, well, not slightly, but gently fluid movement of that moving of the weight from one leg to the other, and the rolling of the hip to get the leg moving. And then the sense of that foot it hits the ground first light and then comes stronger as the weight comes onto it. So once that's really assured, 
the other leg can come round. That's how our body walks without falling over. So, you know, if we're doing this in a kind of reasonably slow way, you know, that foot has to feel grounded because if we're just scampering along, then, you know, your feet don't really hardly touch the ground. They just flick you forward. So, so you don't quite, you don't feel at all grounded or centered. But here you want to keep that sense of grounded and centered. So not too fast coming around and that strength of the foot as it comes on the ground, carrying the weight, lifting, carrying the weight, bend the knee slightly. Remember, try to more or less find out how a body walks rather than tell it how it walks. It knows very well how to do it. So try to not impose some system on it because it knows what it's doing. (laughs) And it inclines to to balance. You know, it doesn't want to fall over. So as long as you stay with that, you know, you'd be all right. (laughs) It's when we start thinking about stuff, like how I'm supposed to be doing walking meditation, (laughs) that things go a bit odd. So, okay, so we started out just following that, that change of sensations. It's not just one sensation, it's the change of them, isn't it? So the way that one sense strengthens here, which gives the signal that this is now, this can now free to move. That's a nice light flowing sensations. And then strengthening gives the signal that this one can move. Light flowing down. So, you know, you get the arc from the heavy to the light, heavy, the fluid, the light. And then the, the light becomes heavy or strong and then the other side can become fluid and light. So it's got this lovely swing to it. Yeah. And so that's calming because the, as we all know, the mind likes a gentle swing. Um, so but you're also going to note as you get more steady in that, more comfortable in that, and you just keep relaxing into what it's doing, you might notice as you forget to feel more confident and relaxed that actually your upper body also participates a little bit because when I lift the foot, the right leg off the ground, if my right shoulder sort of just hangs back a little, I remain balanced. Yeah? Whereas if my right shoulder comes forward, I'm actually, you know, the weight of the body is tipping onto that empty leg, right? So the tendency of the right shoulder as the right leg comes up, the right shoulder will tend to hang back to counteract the tendency to topple, right? So that, so you see now, with that, you can stand on one leg, feel really balanced. Now if my shoulder came forward, I'd have more work to do, right? So you might notice something like that. It's not big, it's a little thing. So you get that movement. Don't don't exaggerate it, just feel your way into it. So overall, there's this kind of fluid, slightly snaky feel that you can contemplate. That means things are doing fine. No rigidity. now you may start sort of like focusing here, but you realize, no, if you don't want to stay focusing there, because you, 
you know, you miss the other bits. So you widen your focus to keep the whole thing. So you're really with the whole thing as a unit. Now, for example, if you're listening to a, a band play, 10-piece band, you may pick out the horns or the guitar or the drums. But really, you listen to the whole thing. And then it's the whole thing that really is, is got the music in it, not one particular piece. So you don't just listen to the drummer, you listen to the whole shebang as, it, as its harmony. And that's the beauty of, of, of music, when you get ensemble playing together. So then you've got the one thing, even though it's made out of many little things, but each separate unit is flowing in harmony with the rest of it. So when walking meditation is in harmony, you know, you've got all the bit, all the instruments are playing together, they know their part, and then the thing is flowing along. So as we come to the end of our walking path, then you, you stop, you stand, you let everything rest down there. You may be, you know, what, may, may not even stop, you may not want to turn around, but you might want to stop and just check, standing, and then do the turning and moving. Now that both gives your awareness a chance to just open and it's got this, this calming, easeful, natural rhythm flowing. So it relaxes, takes the stress, takes the pressure, takes the tension out of, out of the mind. And then that, oh, little things start coming up, you know, that were perhaps locked in through being too pushy or too preoccupied. So you open the weave of awareness and the little bits and pieces, the crumbs and all the razzmatazz comes flopping out, which you may not enjoy very much, (laughs) depending what's in there. But being an aspiring aspirant, you kind of just, okay, just keep going. Oh, oh no, oh dear, always oh, that bit of should be's again. But you keep going back to the rhythm of that, and you've experienced those kind of gritty bits come up and say, like, look, look, contraction or scurry. And, you, and then, okay, where we are, we're walking. Right. And you keep walking through it, and the less you get spun out onto those spasming bits or the sinking bits, they, they lose their bite. They begin to because you're not getting stuck on them, the glue wears out, essentially. So they, you gradually wear out them, wear them out by not following, right? Which is great, really, because you can't cut, if you start cutting the cloth out, you know, that's not good. But you want to respect the cloth, but get those crinkly bits, stains and so forth, to just start to spread them out. And, you know, so they begin to unfold and then you you keep walking through. Yeah, so it, it, it sort of, they begin, because they, the less you buy into them, the more they begin to fade. And you can also see, oh, that's the bit that hooks me. That's that little bit, you know, the resistance or the identification or that bit of compulsiveness, you know, I should, I'm not, I ought to. And that, there's the little bit. And if I can just walk out of that one. then this is where things start to clear. So the other tip I'd recommend because of the nature of walking is associated with 
with going places and really we're not going anywhere, you know. <laughs> so that's, that's the sensory world, is the world of, t- of space and time, you know. Here in the world of awareness, there's no, those, those rules don't operate, like, because there's no, you're not walking across a floor, you're walking through levels of karma, you know, layers of meaning, layers of impression. You're not walking on a floor. In your, in your awareness, you're walking through the hoping and the trying to get it right and the wandering and then the drifting off and then, ah, oh, you're walking through that. That's the terrain you're walking through. So to, to really, you know, get that, don't consider walking to be getting to there and there. So don't get automatic. You've got to do my 21, 22 paces you know, but really keep your awareness, if you can, keep it right here, you know. So if you want to have a, some kind of spatial um, um, marker, really stay here. So if you're walking just like you sort of got a partner in a dance and you're walking along and you want to be with her or him, you know, so you're right, right there with your awareness. Mm. So find out the, the pace at which feels right for you for this time, you know. Sometimes you want to be a little bit sort of sensitive, you know, feeling a bit, ooh. Other times you're more, you know, you're a bit more vigor. You've got some, some walk, you know, you've got some things that you want to walk out <laughs> of your system. So you can moderate the pace. Interesting enough, you find out the way that the, the body walks, you know, because you don't have to lot of push into it. If you stand, for example, and just really get balanced and lift, say I lift my right foot off the ground, and if I turn my right shoulder back and put the foot down, you'll notice it's moved forward. I didn't ask it to. It's just that the very torsion of the body automatically shifts the legs. So you can walk pretty light. Just that turning of the body walks the legs. So you can walk pretty light. You, know, you can walk pretty small or you can throw it a bit further depending on where your energy or mindset is at. So walking meditation, very nice uh, thing to cultivate. Um, you know, to give plenty of space. And it also takes the stress off your back. While we're here, might as well just touch into reclining meditation. I haven't really talked about that since listening to the interview, Simba, you were masters at reclining already. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel a bit like, you know, who leads me? <laughs> but reclining mindfully... Uh, you can either do it on one side or on your back and, um, but there's a slight formality to it I generally find I will do it if I do it or practice on my back and just really get a sense of like a, quite a straightness to the body and lay it down carefully and make sure it's um, you know it's not not too comfortable because you probably fall asleep but you can like lengthen your back on the ground and just get the sense of your spine. See if you're lengthening your spine 
on the ground and lengthening down your legs and then open your back and your shoulders, get them back onto the ground and you can bring your hands onto your chest or onto your belly or onto your legs, onto the thighs. So it's slightly formal and then try if you can to sustain an awareness of that line that is from the head down to the soles of the feet. If you can get your soles of your feet to open, you know, like imagine palms of the hands, slightly, you know, you might begin by slightly stretching, so you're aware of this under arch of the foot. Depending, you know, if it's like that, you could feel that this will begin to glow a little bit, or you can feel a glowing there, that's good. Can you track up? You know, perhaps you can just get there, and maybe you get your uh, tail, maybe you get your head, or you get bits of it. See if you can f- get a line there in your awareness, and then various energies will start to move through, and just stay there, holding the breath. Um, you know, you can either do it with a light dim, because you don't want the eyes to be, um, you know, tensed up by light. Um, and you do it just a slight cushion under the head so it's not so it's it's reasonably comfortable but not conducive to sleep. And then just whatever concentrate the energies that move through, memories may move through. Um and uh it, it what it does is it shifts the energy body down a few gears. So uh experiences that may get lost when you're in a higher gearing often kind of quite well, say it's not subconscious, but sub-rational experiences may start to come to the surface because you've shifted your energy get down. When you shift your energy up, you're much more, you know, there's a lot more in the verbalization level of it. And um, when you quieten it down to that, you come into something that's perhaps more, who am I, what am I, being here, in here and then just keep resonating this feeling safe feeling safe feeling safe because it's a very vulnerable position so just feeling safe allowing you know simple refrain like that or a mantra and then see what arises so okay have a pleasant well agreeable afternoon i'll see you in the non